this is Paul Aronowitz, your faculty host of UC Davis Department of Internal Medicine Story Slams. And this next story is a really remarkable story amongst all these other remarkable ones in that we work with a lot of different people in medicine and there are always these incredibly memorable characters that we meet along the way, whether they be patients or faculty or other residents or interns or students. And this next story beautifully captures that phenomenon. So I hope you enjoy this story. This is told by Dr. Mike Strum when he was an R3 at our May 2016 first ever Story Slam. He's now graduated and practicing medicine in Alaska. So enjoy and have a great day. So uh, I can't do that like Olivia did. Um, <laughs> it's a tough act to follow. Um, so when Anne first mentioned this opportunity to me, I couldn't think of a really good single story to tell. All I can think of was some short things that had happened to me. Um, so I thought I'd just tell you about that. Um, the second week that I was here, I was in the ICU because Ashley and I were the uh, MICU interns to start our uh, medical careers. Everybody thought that was really adorable. Um, and uh, so we would go around the hospital and try and take care of people. And uh, my second week, I had a woman on uh, Tower 7, and uh, she had delirium. I don't remember what her primary medical problem was, but she had this horrible agitated delirium, and she was yelling all the time. And uh, her nurse was Johnny. I don't know if any of you have worked with him. I don't remember his last name. He's, like, the best. And so he was doing non-farm management of delirium, and uh, he brought a stereo in from home and was uh, playing music for her. And uh, it was really great and it worked really well. So I went by, for some reason I was there, and I heard the Beatles playing. So I asked him about it. And he was like, oh, yeah, like, that's what she likes. Um, she likes the Beatles, so we're playing that for her. And it was really working. Like, Haldol didn't work on this lady, but the Beatles did. So, um, so I, that was just really amazing. So, we, so several hours go by, and we come back on midnight rounds, and there's no music playing. So I find Johnny, and I'm like, dude, that was working so well. Why would you turn the music off? And he goes, oh, man. And he, like, he puts his hands on his head, and he's like, so she started, she got agitated again, and she was, she was screaming the lyrics. <laughs> so and I was, and he was like, so it, was, it, was, it was Let It Be by the Beatles, and she was screaming at the top of her lungs, Let It Be, Let It Be. And I was tired, and I was nervous, and it was just, it was so funny. I just, I about fell over. I was laughing so hard. It was so perfect. Um, so that was, that was the first thing I thought of. Um, just one of the funniest things that's ever happened to me. Um, just, uh, just a little while ago, I was uh, signing out, and uh, Jen Fan was asking about uh, radial, if you needed to do a groin check, or not a groin check, but if you needed to check um, radial access after a cath. And that reminded me of a groin check story that I have from my intern year. But, Anne, I don't know if this is an appropriate forum for, like, a PG-13 groin check story. All right. So, um, so this, is like the, this is like spring of my intern year. So I feel like I have a little bit of experience under my belt. I've already done two weeks of night float. I did a week of VA night float, and now I'm doing CCU night float. 
And uh, what happens is you get signed out from the team on like 40 patients and they tell you about like five or 10 patients that had casts that day. And they say, all right, this patient had a cast and you do a grind check and you just have a list and at midnight or two or whenever you go around and knock them out. And, uh, but you learn, you learn over those nights. And one of those things that I learned was you walk in the room to do the groin check, but you check their wrists first. Cause if they have a bandage there, then you might get out of it. And it, cause they, maybe they did a radial. Um, so that was the first thing I learned. The second thing that I learned was you ha- have to make sure they didn't do both because I missed one where they did radial and then they also went in the groin. So, uh, it's like my fourth or fifth night, and I'm going around doing my groin checks, and I go into this this older woman's room. She was like 72. And uh, I go through my checklist, and I look at her wrist, and she has a bandage. I'm like, yes, all right. So I wake her up, and I'm like, man, did, when they did your procedure and they looked at your heart, did they go through your wrist? And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, all right, great. Did they also go through your groin? And she stops, and she looks at me, and she goes... I don't know, but you should check. (laughs) There's nothing to say to that. Um, And I I don't remember if they had or hadn't. I don't think they did. But... um, So the... So the, the, the let it be story was the first one I thought of. But the second one that I thought of was, um, of course, a story about Talal. And uh, all, of you, all of you know Talal, but um, for, for anyone who doesn't, who hasn't had the pleasure, the way that I describe Talal is, um, the first thing I say is, like, imagine a Disney character, uh, like a really jovial uh, Disney character who's like a force of nature. Um, and that's a small approximation of what Talal was like. Um, he and I were on Mickey together uh, last year, so I was the junior and he was the senior. And uh, so we we had our weekend call together. So we were going around um, on our midnight rounds, and he was cross covering the other team who had a patient in the burn unit. And they just kept calling him. Like, they kept paging him, like, three or four times. And every time he would page him, he would just be like, man, they have to stop paging me. I can't do a Talal impression. but um, uh, And we were just, we were getting killed. So we did, um, so he, like, couldn't, couldn't return their pages, couldn't return their pages. So finally, we make it over there. Uh, it was really late. It was, like, it was, like, three in the morning by the time we made it over there. So he, we're walking over there, and... Uh, we were talking about burn shakes and about how amazing burn shakes are. And uh, a burn shake is this incredible, like, chocolate masterpiece with, like, 6,000 calories or something because the burn patients need a ton of calories. Um, so we were talking about that as we were walking over there. So he and I finally make it over to the burn unit, and Talal, in customary fashion, explodes through the doors, um, uh, as he always does. And immediately, in his booming voice, the very first words out of his mouth are, you all have to stop paging me. <laughs> um, and they, of course, immediately know who he is, because everyone knows who Talal is. And uh, normally, you can't speak to anyone that way, but you definitely can't speak to the nurses that way, especially when you haven't been returning their pages. Um, but, uh, of course, their response to Talal, if I said that, they would have stabbed me. But to Talal, they fall all 
all over themselves and they say, oh my gosh, we are so sorry. Can we make you burn shakes? To which we said, yes, please. And they made us the most amazing burn shakes in these big triangular plastic cups. And to this day, walking around the hospital with those burn shakes with Talal. I don't know why that makes me choke up, but uh, it was really fun. It's just a really, really happy memory. Thank you.